Hey, what's up, everybody? Geektastic Cypher Special here on FranklinArmstrong.com. This is the Geektastic Cypher Special number nine into the Spider-Verse. Guys, this is kind of crazy. We've all been talking about it, waiting for it, looking forward to it. Ever since we saw how Marvel got their hands on Spider-Man, we were just like, well, what does that mean for Sony? And then Sony was just like, oh, don't worry, we got something. And, you know, at first a lot of us were just like, what can you do, though? You gave away the main character and then you release a Venom movie. And we were all like, I, 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 I shouldn't say all. Myself and many geeks that I spoke to were very confused about what they could do next. And then they announced Into the Spider-Verse and we were like... Well, you bastards smacked us in the face with that one, didn't you? And on top of that, Miles Morales, who has been a fan favorite, our Earth 1610. So many interesting things about him when he first got created. Brian Michael Bendis. People were just like a black Latino Spider-Man. What is this going to mean? You you can't replace Spider-Man. There was the racism. There was the conversations. Supposedly the kid was queer at the beginning. Then they kind of dropped that. But all that to say, people were really excited about this character, at least on the blurred side of things. And I was one of those people. Uh, and yeah, yeah. So that's 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 that. And that's that's the crazy part. Uh, so I am Brian Doc Holiday, as you guys know. Today, the rest of the crew is not here with me on this special, but I do have an awesome guest with me. My boy Mobs is here. Mobs, say what's up. Hello. How you been, man? Doing pretty good, man. And then on the line, we have a very special guest, someone who worked on the film. Mr. Patrick O'Keefe. Patrick, how you been, man? Oh, I'm good. I'm doing good, man. Thank you for having me. Patrick, Appreciate it. I haven't... Uh, dude, well, first off, I got to say, I'm. it was kind of heartbreaking. I remember the last time I saw you, we were outside of my old building because you were in that neighborhood for some reason. And oh no, it was one of your friends who was in that who, who was moving, and he had actually been in that neighborhood too. And he was telling me that you guys, uh, you guys had just were getting ready to move, and you were leaving Montreal. And then when you and I spoke, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then when I finally spoke to you that one last time, because you had that party, which was a great party, you had a going away party. I bought a whole bunch of pieces uh, yeah. from you. Uh, I still have those on my wall. If you guys are fans of my show or my old show, Fantastic Cypher at CJLO, you used to hear me talk about hip-hop karaoke a lot, and they used to have those amazing posters in the original renditions. You had a, a Busta Rhymes, uh, a Jay-Z with an Expos cap, all those ones. Those were done yeah. by... Yeah, dude, that Expos Jay-Z is one of my favorites. It's over. It's the main piece over the mantle at my place, and that was done by Patrick. Um so that was that was pretty big, and you were always an amazing yeah, artist. Man. Thank you, thank you. And then and then you got poached, man. They took you away from us. So yeah, yeah, it was time to. I had to take my talent to Southern California, <laughs> uh, LeBron style. <laughs> yeah. Showtime. No, it was. Um, you know, I actually we talked a lot about um, our time in Montreal and how amazing it was. Um, in fact. Uh, a mutual friend of ours, Brooke Walsh, was uh, just here the other day. We were talking about uh, oh, hip-hop karaoke and hanging out at the Belmont and uh, just how much fun we all had in Montreal. Yeah. But at a certain point in time, um, my desire to get closer to the that sort of the entertainment epicenter, um, to get more involved in the project I was working on, it made sense to move actually to San Francisco and then eventually um, down to LA to work on this film here. Yeah. 
Do you want to give people a little bit? Because I know you worked on some art for video games. So just because I know there's some geeks out there that are going to, because I don't know any games, but the geeks out there are going to know some of the games you're going to mention. Because I know you did some concept yeah. art. Uh, do you want to tell people some stuff you worked on? For sure. I worked on uh, a few titles. I worked with Electronic Arts for about eight years. I worked with um, the Need for Speed team, oh, the no. Dead Space team, the uh, Battlefield. I did some Battlefield games. Um, and I was working on a uh, kind of un it's unreleased. It's being reworked. I'm sure if the, the gamer heads are listening, uh, there was a Star Wars video game that was not Battlefront that I spent uh, my last two years at EA working on, and then I eventually made the departure in an effort to move down to LA to work with um, Disney Television on the Big Hero 6 Dope. TV show, uh, which was a lot of fun, but then I quickly got this opportunity to come to Sony Pictures and start to play there was an interest in me getting to play like a bigger role in creating art direction for films. I did a bit of work on um, some unreleased stuff, then Hotel Transylvania 3, and then uh, that's when I got swallowed up by the Spider-Verse crew. <laughs> uh, and uh, that's been almost like the last two years of my life. Pouring everything I had and every everybody on this, everybody on this film just was, so excited to do right by miles and um, make the best thing possible. Uh, I can, so I gotta ask, what was the secrecy like around the project before it was announced? Because I'm guessing, like, at some point they tap you to bring you in, but they hadn't announced the project yet. So how does no, they hadn't announced the project? And even within the studio, there was. Um, there was a lot of secret secrecy going on, just a lot of protection um, mm. because um, the the obvious fanfare people would have wanted to expose some of some of the stuff just because they get excited, you know. It's yeah. not like people are trying to like blow it up; they just get really excited. Yeah, yeah. yeah Miles yeah. is one of these characters people really feel like um, really close to, like very precious. They feel, you know, they connect with Miles. Yeah. Um, Especially on the blurred side, like I was mentioning before, a lot of a lot of black nerds were like super excited, and and I definitely know a lot of Latino nerds who were super excited when they announced that this kid was going to be coming up, and people are just like, "Wait, what? Black Latino kid in the spider suit?" And on top of that, like a pretty dope spider suit too. Like it wasn't the classic mm. blue and red; it was like a darker red and black, and and you know he wasn't as experienced. They were establishing a lot in the new universe, the sixteen ten universe. So, yeah. So it was important um, for all those reasons to keep it pretty secretive. Um, there was even like separate networks set up to, for the artwork. So you, oh, wow. things couldn't kind of get leaked around. Um, but, you know, once you got past those firewalls, there was just this ridiculous amount of creativity and artwork on display that was, uh, you know, was was amazing to be a part of. And for yourself, I mean, I've known you a long time. We never really talked about comic book stuff. I mean, you're an amazing artist, and that I I already feel like you might know comic book stuff just because of the fact that you're into art and, and sketch and just general awesomeness. So what was it like for you? Did you have to do a lot of research 
going into the aesthetic of the character, the world building of the character, the history of the character, and how it influenced how things would look? Uh, I yeah, I'm a I'm like a medium level comic book head, so there's <laughs> definitely comic book. I, I and because I approach it kind of as an artist, um, it's often more about the I follow kind of comic book artists, you mm-hmm. know, and less so um, characters. But Spider Man and like Batman um, have always been sort of my favorites, so I'll pick them up from time to time. But in saying that, Miles was definitely one I was aware of before um, because he's just such an amazing character. Um, so once the film started, I did um, I did pick up all the comics <laughs> and just started reading through them all and uh, was totally engrossed in, in the world. Yeah. Because he's just such an honest character, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I know that it's that it's there's all this um it's done like it's done a great he as a character he's done a lot of amazing things for in terms of like the representation he brings yeah but um the disclaimer I'm just a regular ass white dude um <laughs> his story is just so universal it's like I'm I'm so happy for what it's doing in terms of representation but this is a character that even just as like a regular ass white guy, I absolutely connected with and fell in love with. Like, yeah. I'm a graffiti head. He's a graffiti head. You know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the type of like lifestyle and music and all that. Like to me, that's all universal. Yeah. So, um, and and made way more sense to me than a lot of other superheroes. Like, I can definitely align. I'm a lot more like Miles Morales than I am Bruce Wayne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think my my parents? My parents are around. I have an uncle. Yeah, yeah. Have a mansion. (laughs) You know, I take the subway places. I don't have. I don't have. I don't have a Batmobile. Uh, (laughs) So he's just this character that everybody seems to be able to connect with because he is just like a regular kid. Yeah. Do you think not having that much of a background in comics helps make um, how you you know approach the movie more relatable to people who don't have that background in comics who go and see it? I think, um, I mean, there's guys on the team. Uh, Yuki Demers is one of our other artists. He's like the comic. You got Brian. You guys would love each other. Yeah. Like <laughs> he's an absolute comic head. Like sometimes he'll be working from home and we'll see the behind him. And he's got like every bit of comic book swag you can think of. He's got like two Captain America shields, not one, but two. I have one. Yeah. Uh, I need to get a second one now. <laughs> yeah. We were like, is that a mirror? Why do you have two Captain America <laughs> shields? It's like, Oh, you, you know, yeah, I'm correct. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I actually understand too. I'm like, that makes sense. So I think, for me, a strength was that I'm, it wasn't so much that I um, wasn't a huge comic book head. It was actually that I'm not a huge um, animation head because this mm-hmm. film was about um, doing something different, bringing like an illustrative style to the animation world uh, and a more cinematic style to the animation world. Yeah. But um, having people who were real comic book heads help keep this thing authentic uh, and and get all the little Easter eggs in. I think what I ended up bringing to it was less so um, 
an in-depth knowledge of comics, but a, a, a better knowledge of film and illustration. And then some of the like street style stuff that I align with, with miles more so like, like the graffiti stuff. Yeah. Um, growing up in a city, knowing what a city really looks and feels like. What, okay. What does it, what does an alley feel like? You know, like it's, sometimes you get these idealized representation of those things and it doesn't feel accurate anymore. Yeah. 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 So it was really nice. You know, and like Brooklyn, you know, Miles from Brooklyn, but I grew up in Toronto and we lived in Montreal. Those are super um, mixed neighborhoods, you know. Yeah. You, you know the difference between your trainees and your Haitians and stuff. So <laughs> yes. I was always, like I have a, you know, I stuck in like a patty shop and I got every different Caribbean flag in there, you know. And yeah. like it was getting those types of things that you know the diversity and stuff of a real life city and that's something we wanted to celebrate was just that reality it wasn't about sticking it in even for representation it was like stick it in because that's what's real that's just what it is and this film needs to feel real so it needs all those details yeah i i gotta say man like sometimes an animated movie looks a bit like someone is trying to sketch a back lot of a studio like there's mm -hmm. that kind of like fake and watching this movie, I was able to say like, yeah, that looks realistic to me. Like when that specifically one scene I'm thinking of with Miles and his uncle, you know, after what happens with the uncle, I'm not going to say it now, but we'll talk about it later. But he's like that alleyway with the fence and then the officer, I'm not going to say who it is, but the officer coming towards him like that alleyway shot. When I saw it, I was just like, man, that's so realistic. It's so grimy. It's dark. It reflects like the emotion that the character is feeling, uh, the fear that the, the character is feeling. And then, you know, the other part was seeing the, the, the officer who then goes into the alleyway. So he's kind of well lit and then goes into this darkness and then his realization and how that alleyway scene reflected his moment and Miles looking down afterwards. Like there was a lot of like the realism for those were really well done. So I, yeah, I, and uh, funny you bring up that area. That was actually um, a set that I designed and then art directed forward. Oh, and it was very much about, you know, this emotional beat is going to happen in an alley. Yeah. Um, and it, it reflects sort of the character's life choices. Mm -hmm. It was important that the event that takes place sort of lead ends up happening in this space. And it, it, there's no glory in, in, in that moment yeah that's and that's a real moment like yeah. that that happened stuff like that happened you know and it needed to not be um we never wanted to like glorify yeah or sugarcoat city we wanted to, to celebrate celebrate the reality of it all it was always about having a very observed look yeah where we we might curate and um say these are the things about the environment I enjoy, but we're not going to manufacture a studio environment. We talked a lot about like not never having studio lighting. It should never look like there's a lighting grid there. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which, is, which is a difficult thing in an animated film because um, you're building everything from the ground up. Yes. Where in like in a live action thing, you're going to put a lot of work in to make it feel like it has this properly studio feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, for an animated film, you have to put in the extra work to make sure it doesn't feel that way. Yeah, you yeah, need yeah. the extra stickers and gum stuck to the side of the um, yeah. to stuck to the side of the trash can, yeah. and the extra 
bit of graffiti, you know, with every bit of graffiti I did, I would paint like three pieces of graffiti and then paint some graffiti on top because oh, wow. graffiti, there's no, you know, yeah, no, New York, yeah. Mon- Mon- and Montreal too is like a real aggressive tiger scene where people are always going over each other's stuff. So yeah, yeah. that, that it's all layered. The competition that layered that history is really important. And yeah. I would, uh, we would, all, I would always instruct people. It's like, oh, if you're going to cover that mailbox and stickers, tear some of them back off too, and yes. I'll leave that residue and that grime and stuff. And that that little stuff sells the the environment. And oh, it's yeah. important to sell the environment to make it feel real enough. Now we departed from reality in our our stylization mm. in the execution, but to make the environment feel real makes the stakes feel real. Yeah. If somebody does something wrong or it doesn't work out for somebody, the, the heightened reality of the sets and the look of the film uh, are going to make that those consequences feel real. If you just kind of make it all like hella cartoony, um, it, it can kind of feel like yeah, not, so, there's going to be no real consequences. Yeah, there's no weight action. to it. Yeah, I felt yeah. I felt that really had a strong impact to him when like you'd be watching the movie and at moments you would totally get so immersed in it that you would almost forget that you're watching an animated I, feature. Oh, yeah, one hundred percent agree. And then you would shift into these other scenes where things were so stylized in a way, and the diverse stylization of it, like for example, when they're in the forest and oh, yeah. the mm-hmm. leaves are these crazy bright like colors and. It felt like these guys are you're watching Spider-Man swinging in like an impressionist painting or something. <laughs> it was so wild, and um, yeah, and I, and a note just on that set in particular, which is another one that took a while to to flush out, is like with everything, it's about seeing it through Miles's eyes. And um, I, you know, I grew up in the city. My family didn't even have a car forever. It's like I never really got out to the woods that often when you are a city kid and then you go hit the woods and it's those brilliant bright colors. It's like, it's, it's brighter than, than, than it is, you know, because it's, it's this, it's this other world to you. It's kind of like how we made Manhattan. Yeah. yeah. It's like how we made Manhattan, like 10 times the size of Manhattan because from a, a kid from Brooklyn who's just doing his thing and then he has to go to Manhattan. It's going to feel ten times the size. And it's super, like it's super busy and super kinetic when he's swinging around there and all the cars and everything. It's it's totally disorienting. Yeah, and it, and it, and Manhattan has this like disregard for him. And I always <laughs> like this this concept that like here's a city that might not even accept him for who he is, and yet. He needs to rise above that and become its savior. Yeah. One day. You yeah. know? Yeah. We gotta do better than than what what the people around us expect from us. Yeah. If we're ever gonna like change change their minds. The other favorite comment I had seen someone post online is about uh the scenes near the end with the collider and the confrontation yeah. at the end. Someone had written online that it is the most psychedelic Yo. I've seen climax in a movie since 2001, and this is a children's movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yo, dude, uh, yeah, that is serious. The, the, like, the decisions... I mean, one of the other ones that really sticks out to me specifically is the first time Miles, uh, I guess, really feels his his spider sense 
before he even puts on a mask and you guys had that big lookout that mm. pops through the glass yeah. as the as the like pillar the glass breaks and shatters and explodes and there's that big metal like frame that comes through and almost knocks him out and like yeah the- so go ahead sorry go ahead no, finish your thought, please. Well, I was just going to say, like, those stylistic things that you guys did where... Well, and one of the things I always say to people about comic books and, and anything comic book related when it's being transferred to a different medium, and I try and make it very clear to people, we deserve better in these, in these movies and these shows that we get. And one simple thing that I like is, and what you were saying before, I want everything to be realistic at least to the logic of the universe it's set in. So mm-hmm. when you're talking about how you guys went out of your way to make it real and then you could layer things on, the fact that you made the movie, the, the New York that Miles is a part of and his interactions and his movements and the people and everything real and then layered comic book panel styles on top of that to transition, that's what I really appreciated because then it was like, Yes, this is the real world, but these are these exciting moments amplified by these panels and these word bubbles and and you know things like look out when his spider sense kicks in because it's his mind saying look out, but there's a visual to it as well. Yeah, and you'll notice if when you if you watch the film or if, uh, when you rewatch the film as he becomes more and more of a superhero um, especially when he first jumps is, is forced into the role. Yeah. Um, that's when that comic book language, like he's becoming a comic book hero. Yeah. Yeah. So that language starts to elevate. Yeah. Um, it was really important for us to make sure that this thing really rung true to, um, to comic book heads. And I got to say, Brian, like I would think about you all the time because you're like, I know Miles is like a favorite character of yours. We spoke about this earlier when yeah. you, you, I knew that you like Miles before you knew I was working on this movie. <laughs> Cause I, I don't even know if we talked about it, but I knew how much you love comics. I knew, I know you well, and yeah. I was getting to know Miles well. And I was like, there's no spider verse here in which these guys don't have a, you don't have a relationship with Miles. Oh, yeah, so, and, in fact, I was thinking you were in the back of my mind often where I was just like, <laughs> I appreciate what's Brian going to think about this? Because <laughs> you have a standard. You have a standard. Dude, and, thank uh, you so and, much, and, man. We have, and we have a similar taste. And um, with everything, it was like making sure, you know, that, that this thing would hold true. So we yeah. never wanted to, like, we didn't want the comic book language of this to be like a, a nod to comic book heads to be like, yo, see, see what we did for you there? Yeah, you know, yeah This yeah. was about making it like in the DNA to take you back. I said, I read comics. I still read comics, but not crazy. But when I was younger, definitely, you got the comic book like two inches from your face. You can see yeah, the, yeah. and smell the ink, you yeah, know? Yeah. And it was about capturing... So it was about capturing the comic book, but also capturing, I think it eventually turned into like, let's capture the feeling of reading a comic. Yeah. Even maybe more so than the comic itself, because the medium needs to translate into a a different experience. This isn't a comic book. This is a movie. Yeah. So I think we started to leverage 
the feeling of reading a comic book, maybe even more so than the comic book itself. So it could resonate with fans and the creators for what the uh, enjoyment of a comic book is. And in a way it becomes like this homage to comics and the celebration of comics instead of like um, a comic book movie. Yeah. Uh, dude, I gotta say, you're dead on with that whole point about it feels like a comic book right up against my face. Like, there are times where I was in theater, because I'm very specific about where I sit in theaters. Like, I want to be at a certain height, at a certain, and I always sit in the middle. So, like, if there's a movie yeah. and the tickets are sold out for the seats that I like, I actually wait to go the next day or something. And I, and I got yeah. perfect seats, like... I, I won't say the seats because then people will take them from me, but there's a specific seat in the Ultra AVX Theater in Montreal that I like to have. And I was and it really did feel at times like the movie theater was just my screen for me. And like especially when you guys had there was like bubbles at the top left, I think the first time Peter's talking about let's rewind and tell the story. And then every time they did that, they would do the whole kind of homage to their first issue. And that yeah. that was very specific. That, that those moments felt really real. Like I was rereading those first issues of those characters. Like the you know at the end, especially when you guys do it for Miles, and it's like the first time you're reading Spider Man in the, the new Spider Man sixteen ten, and it's just like here's yeah. his story, and I was like, oh man, this is so amazing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. And I hear you about the the seats. Like my, I'm flying back to Toronto uh, later this week. For Christmas, of course, and oh, yeah. um, my whole family wants to go see the movie. My mom's like, "I'll get the tickets." She's like, "I'll just get like a row. I'm just going to get a row of tickets." I was like, "Are you crazy?" Yeah. Wants to sit on the aisle. I was like, "You got to buy a square. Buy the square in the middle yes, of the movie theater. Five for a row. Yeah. Can't have people sitting on the edges." It's true, man. That's, it's that's, true. That's ludicrous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's real. Uh, I've done that too. I, I there was a movie I really wanted to see. I walked. I already bought the ticket. Walked in. And the place was bedlam, and it was yeah. like only the front row, and I was just like, nope. "No, yeah, exactly, same, <laughs> no. same, one hundred percent." Yeah, it it, it affects I'll come the experience. Back tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, it really does. Yeah, big time. Uh, I gotta ask you because I, I know you, I, I don't want to keep you too long, but I wanted to ask you. I saw Ed, is it Edgar Wright that posted uh, your concept art or like I guess alternate reality movie poster, right? For um, oh yeah. What what not it's, or, um, it's like a Shaun of the Dead sequel. Yeah, but but Oh it, yeah, Shaun of the Dead sequel, yeah. But what was yours? It was um oh. Cuz it like I just like that you guys played with the title. Oh yeah, no, I so it was um from Dusk Till Shaun, I yes, believe. Yes, that's it. That's it. I thought that was so, super cool. Yeah, one of our directors and writers, Rodney Rothman, um he's in he knows all those cats and when it came time to do like the alternate universe stuff, it made sense. We wanted recognizable things. So he reached out to a lot of friends and, um, had them come up with some ideas. Oh, so a okay. lot of those are like kind of sanctioned alternate universe ideas. So oh, there's cool. some fun ones in there. Uh, I think there was like a clone high movie too. Here, yeah. I was just going to say there's, that was my geek out moment because I love clone high. I mean, I still love Clone High. Man, and, I gotta go uh, find that one. I, I didn't was, see that one. Uh, and I was completely enamored with Phil and Chris ever since. And then getting an opportunity to work with them, 
we were hanging out with late one night and I was like, dude, I absolutely, I, I got to geek out. You know, you're not supposed to geek out with people you work with. <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's not professional, <laughs> and, but I was just like, all right, man, I'm, I'm going to do this now. And then I won't do it again. But I was like, clone high was like, it's like one of my favorite cartoons of all time. And, uh, I was like, we, and, and, and then the conversation started brewing about, you know, can we, should we do a clone high poster? And that was actually one of the last things I painted. I just kept saving it and saving it. And so, yeah, there's a clone college poster in the background. Oh, damn. Um, I can't and there's a bunch of like Broadway shows and then uh, novels of uh, Rodney's writer friends that just like follow up novels. Oh, cool. Um, I don't want to drop them all now because I yeah. know people will be picking it apart. And soon I'll po- we'll we'll be able to post the artwork for the, for all those things, but it's fun to let people find them on their own. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I'm sure like, obviously the movie just came out, so not as many Easter egg videos have come out. I mean, you know, you don't want to be too spoilery, but I expect that within a week, like right, like right before Christmas, there's a lot of sites that do a lot of YouTube uh, sites, uh, uh, channels that do a lot of the Easter eggs, what you missed in the, into the spider verse movie. And they like break down every single thing. But it's, it's a lot of fun because, I mean, I, I love those because I go out of my way. And that's why I was saying I'm so sad that I missed that Clone High one because I would have loved to have noticed that. and But I was also yeah. so distracted by all the craziness in the movie. I was so excited for everything. Exactly. It's, it's definitely like second or third viewing. And then by the time you get to your, like, tenth viewing, you'll probably <laughs> find uh, the fact that there's, like, Toronto and Montreal area codes stuck in the addresses of everything. Oh, and dope. Uh, Okay. Even my uh, oh, here's one. Here's a Montreal one. Um, in Miles's dorm room, there is a poster for a concert that is taking place at the Belmont, which is where we used to throw oh, hip hop karaoke. Yo, that's so awesome! Yeah, I can't and wait to actually, watch this movie. And it actually, the concert takes place uh, on today, December seventeenth, which happens to be uh, my wife Brittany's oh. uh, birthday. Dude, I love that is such an awesome Easter egg. That is so fucking cool. I can't wait so to rewatch the movie. There's all there's all types of little ones those. I'm not gonna a lot of them are personal little ones that okay. don't really matter where it's like someone's you know, they're like, Oh, we need an address for something, you know? And, it's and like you're like, Oh homes. yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna Yeah, I'll put my home address on there, no problem. Um <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure my Montreal address got stuck up there. Oh, that's cool. Uh, a couple other ones. The, the the like little Greek diner place they go to was um, I kind of based it off of like my two favorite Greek diner places. One of them was from Montreal, like just kind of janky Greek diners. <laughs> right at um, it was at Rochelle and uh, Saint Laurent. It's closed down now. I, yeah. I found out it was closed down because I went on Google Maps to look at it. But yeah, a lot know, of st- you, you, and a lot of that is like, oh, you're having fun and, and adding these touches. But the movies, like we've talked about, it's about making it feel real, about making it feel observed and believable. So you need to leverage on experiences. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because then it's natural and it's it it has that connection. And then people can see those yeah. things and they can either, if people know you, they might recognize those things. And for people who don't know you, it'll just seem natural because it's just part of the world. And, you know, it's it's yeah, not a 555 a, number, for example. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, 
it just, yeah, exactly. It just has, you, you might not know what the touch is, but you can feel it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One last yeah. one. The Chance the Rapper with the four. Was that you? That was not me. Okay. That was, I'm trying to remember who that was. I think that was a bit of like a marketing nightmare, but um, oh, yeah. in the end, in the end, it all worked out. Yeah. Cause that one, I, 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 took, I thought that was I really took cool. Explaining. Yeah. 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 It took some explaining that like, no, see, we are just one universe over to the left. You yes, know? exactly. Yes. Like the 616 and 1610 in the comic book universe are very, very similar. There's like the crazy yeah. drastic differences with like Norman Osborn, for for example, the Green Goblin in 1610 is like this ogre of a monster. But then, you know, Tombstone is the same Tombstone. He's still the same yeah. pale face guy with the, you know, kind of crazy and likes to pull the gun at two seconds. And he's also, yo, Crondon did the voice for that one, which was fucking cool. I saw afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Dope I, uh, I got to meet him at the uh, premiere oh, the other day. Fuck, that's so <laughs> dope, man. Oh, my God. Yeah. Buddy, I, I I know, like you said, it's the wife's birthday, so I won't keep you for much longer. But uh, can I get you to tell people where they can find all the amazing stuff that you're doing? Social media, your site, your Instagram, all that stuff. Oh, yeah, totally. So um, all my social media just goes under O'Keefe. That's O-K-E-E-F-E underscore artist. And um, I encourage everybody to look up like hashtag Spider-Verse. All the artists have been dropping their artwork. Um, there's so much artwork. It's ridiculous. Awesome. Uh, the art book, I believe, just came out. Oh. There's a lot there, but the internet is also just going to, is exploding with artwork. So you can definitely uh, look up Spider-Verse and you're just going to start seeing it all come at you. Um, if you drop by mine, I've linked to a couple of, of the artists and that list is just going to get bigger. I didn't want to drop any spoiler artwork because yeah, yeah. uh, there's a lot of it and I, I want, I'm a, I'm a, you know, I want people to see it in the theater yeah, first. That's fair. That's fair. And experience it in context. But, um, yeah, check it out. A lot of great artwork popping up and there'll be a lot more to come. And it, you also have a website, right? Yes, it's just O'KeefeArtist.com. Perfect. Uh, and that that Spider-Verse gallery is going to be coming. I'm going to drop it in a few days. Again, I didn't want to drop, yeah, yeah, no, drop no, all the fair. artwork too early. I agree. I, I agree. It like, Make people... I want it like slip out a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Get, get, get the geeks like thirsty for it, and then they just start searching the net, just like ravaging through yeah, the net, a, trying no, to find everything. I definitely have a couple like major spoiler paintings that I'm not. Oh, gonna drop till the new year just because i you know i'm a guy who watches the first three or four seconds of a trailer and if i like the vibe that's it i shut it off and oh. i like avoid that's smart like dunkirk yeah i was so excited to see dunkirk that when i was in the movie theater before it came out and the trailer would pop up i would like have my hand over my eyes and like a <laughs> finger in one ear uh, and, and like, like, saying, and la, 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 my la. shoulder on the other ear, you know, being like, I don't want to hear, I don't want to see, I, let me see the movie. Cause it's so off. It's spoilers are everywhere. And, um, yeah, I mean, know, you want the full experience yeah. when you see the thing. Like you said, man, this one really comes down to 
a lot of people were really excited about it and you know there's a lot of attachment to the characters i mean we we talked about miles mostly but gwen gwen is like spider gwen is really important to a lot of people a lot of people like the, what they did with her recently is amazing because she represents the old fandom by being his original like one of his original girlfriends and the new fandom by her being her own spider person spider woman and uh i mean it's just really important and really awesome to see all that reflected so yeah yep. dude yeah she she absolutely steals the show she, yes it was a certain turn in the filmmaking process where she came together and everybody was just like oh my god i can't i can't take my eyes off her like she's just yeah she's a star yeah she really is she she's really, an really absolute is. star yeah yeah I, I hear word on the street I, I, and i'm not asking you to confirm but i've seen on the trades because i check out variety deadline all those the hollywood reporter i read them regularly and they announced that spider woman is a possible thing coming down the pipeline so i'm keeping my fingers crossed on that yeah i i uh, i haven't heard any, any, i haven't heard that well the ge- the geeks are are waiting for it so um thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us man i'm really excited that i got yeah, to talk no to you problem. and uh you uh, know i it's great I, I was really looking forward to when eventually we would get to chat yeah and the movie was done yeah because i meant what i said i really was like we dogged this up and we're gonna be hearing it <laughs> and, I know, and i know from who <laughs> well man i met, remember when I, I i like posted when the trailer came out i was like posting pictures from it being like yo i'm crazy excited for this so yeah it's true i would have held you guys to a very high standard i still i did hold you guys to a very high standard but you guys delivered if anything so that- i think once that trailer yeah, dropped it- everybody was just like wait a second yeah 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 because i mean even me like when i had heard about the movie i was just kind of like oh, okay whatever and then even when you're hearing lord and miller saying how we're trying to do something that's not going to look like any animated movie you know you hear sort of stuff like this all the time so you're just like taking it with a grain of salt yeah and then the trailer dropped and the the scene especially in the trailer that really i thought was super eye-catching was the one where miles is falling and yeah, you guys have like the cityscape flipped oh, over oh dude that is, yeah. Like from that, then it was shot. like these guys are operating on a whole other yeah, level here. Seriously, <laughs> dude, that shot, that shot was my banner on Facebook for like months because it's so beautifully done. It's so scenic. It was ah, so good. You guys did a fantastic job on this movie, man. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, and you know what? You should hold your content creators and your filmmakers to to high standards. And then all I yeah, have to yeah. say on that is like. But everybody out there needs to be um, considerate, responsible, and constructive with their feedback. Yeah, yeah, that's you it. know what I mean. Like, yeah. if if you want to hold everybody to high standards, then make sure you, as a critic, we are all allowed to be critics. We're responsible with the with our criticism. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. There's no, there's no point just saying, "Oh, this is stupid." Yeah, it's well, like, you well, know, then, well, how come? Yeah, tell yeah, me, yeah. Explain. Know. I know. Yeah. So, so we, so we as a as a society and a culture can improve um, everybody's enjoyment of of the content. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, dude. But this one's been overwhelmingly positive, and that that's that's really great. That Miles is getting the he's, uh, he's getting the shine, the, the attention. Yeah, yeah, and I think all the little kids that are seeing this kind of hero for the first time, it's like they've got an, uh, an incredible piece of content to experience that first bit of, you know, 
representation or, or a character that they really connect with is done in in an in an honest and celebratory way. Yeah. <laughs> Pat, dude. I'm so, uh, I mean, not that I should be, but I'm so proud of what you did. <laughs> like, I, that's the other thing. Like, it's not like I'm a, you know, a father figure or anything, but there's just that moment of being so proud of someone you know just doing that. And you're just like, you keep it up, son. You know? <laughs> so I got to say, man, thank you so much again. And I look forward to all the yeah, future projects. Sure. I, I really do. And it, and it, you know, it's, um, I have a hand in it and it's, but it's, it's the effort of, hundreds of people oh, yeah. from top to bottom working like crazy, putting everything they got into it. Sony pictures, animation, Sony pictures, image works, uh, Lord Miller productions, everybody believing in miles. And that's a story that needs to be told. And then doing feeling responsible that, you know, we have to tell the best story for miles possible. Yeah. And you guys did, you guys delivered. Well, I'm a- I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm going to let you go. We're going to go on and discuss the movie now, but thank you so much. Great, man. And uh, you got to flip me that address because I got some things that you might like. Oh, my God. Okay, I, got, I just got so excited. Okay, cool. That's- I wish you could see the look on his <laughs> yeah, face right yeah, now. I wish people, I got so excited. Yeah, man. Thank you so much. Yeah. I'm definitely, I'm going to hit you up in the, in the chat and uh, I'll send you a message and all the info. Thank you again. And uh, I look forward to talking to you soon, man. Great, man. Yeah, I'll flip you something, maybe a little something for you to reflip for the listeners. Oh, dope. Dope. Yeah, I'd really appreciate that. Oh, and send... Okay, man, you guys have a great... Regards to Brittany. Say say what's up to Brittany. Oh, yes. Yeah, man. All right. Uh, You guys have a great day. You too, man. And uh, we'll catch up soon. Def. Take it easy. All right, thanks. Peace. Well, that was cool. That was so much fun. That was so much fun, guys. Oh, man. Thank I you. I love the fact that he mentioned in the back of his head he was always thinking, I hope Brian's going to like this. I know, because I, I was like, yeah, that's that That makes me feel so good to know that, like, I even even if it was just once that he's just like, yep. I wonder how Doc's going to feel about this one. But that that is incredible. So, yeah, v- big thank you to him. You know, we were supposed to do the review right now. I'm actually going to split this up into two episodes because that conversation was supposed to be 15 minutes and it ended up being 45. So we're going to actually end this one right now. This is the first first part of this special. We're going to do the second part. Uh, you guys will get that soon. So thank you so much for tuning in. Big thank you to Patrick. Once again, you guys can check it out. O'Keefe underscore artist on all the social media. That's O-K-E-E-F as in Foxtrot E underscore artist get at him all the social media also check out hashtag spiderverse as he mentioned check out all that stuff and then check out his website o'keefeartist.com and check out the movie check, yeah and the movie i mean if 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 we didn't convince you to see the movie by this point i don't know what to say <laughs> but yes definitely check out the movie like that that's a uh, goes without saying but 100 so guys thank you for tuning in once again this is a geektastic cypher special this was an interview with patrick o'keefe art director on into the Spider-Verse.